1: Hey, movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your side for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Frank Reddy. Hi, happy to be here. How are you doing, Frank? I'm hanging in there, Andrew. How about you? I'm doing okay. You know, we went and we, we saw Safe House yes. yesterday, which we're going to be talking about. And I, I, I have this fear now that secret agents or someone are just going to kick down my door and come storming in and, and I'm going to die. You're not that interesting. Or get caught in a government conspiracy. You're, you're, you're right. I'm probably not that interesting. No. Why would the government want me? I don't know. I, I mean... And then again, why would they be interested in Ryan Reynolds? Which we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into our discussion. Um, one quick announcement for our listeners. Um, we we do have a feedback survey on the website. We would love for you to fill that out if you get a chance. It takes about 15 minutes. Uh, you can find... Uh, link to it on the website in the sidebar at the bottom of the page. And it's just a survey about our shows, what you think of them, what we can do to improve them, and it's designed to help us get feedback so we can uh, improve the network and make sure you're getting everything you want out of us. Uh, Because we really want Film Geek Radio to grow and expand and, and, and keep providing you with quality programming. So if you get a chance... Yeah, 15 minutes to spare, and, and you're a fan of the show. Uh, maybe you don't have money to donate right now, but you still want to help us out in some way. Just go to the website and fill out that survey. It would it would really help us out. For those of you listening for the first time, this is episode number 14 of Cinema Fix. And this is the show on Film Geek Radio, where we talk about mainstream blockbuster films. And how it works is that each episode is released in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a general, spoiler-free discussion just so you can get our brief thoughts on what we thought of the movie and whether or not you might want to go see it. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion where we talk about what really does and doesn't work about the film and and that will contain spoilers. So if you've seen the film or or you just would appreciate a more in-depth conversation, you should listen to part two, not part one. If you just want to know what we thought of it, whether or not you should see it, you don't want to be spoiled. Stick to part one. And as I mentioned, this week, the movie we're going to be talking about is Safe House. Frank, why don't you give our listeners a little information about this movie?
0: Okay. Uh, Safe House stars Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds as spies. Uh, Denzel Washington is a rogue spy with lots of experience. He's considered one of the best. Um, The movie was directed by Daniel Espinosa, and it was written by David Guggenheim, and it basically... Is about It's basically one of those standard movies about a a guy, Ryan Reynolds, who's thrust in a little bit over his head. And there's kind of like a weird mentor-mentee relationship, despite the fact that they're on the run together and Ryan Reynolds is desperate to turn over Tobin Frost, that's Denzel Washington's character, to the CIA.
1: Yeah, I mean, basically, Ryan Reynolds is in charge of a safe house. Yes. The CIA brings Tobin Frost, played by Denzel, to the safe house
0: for interrogation, and then basically it all goes to hell. Yeah, that was a more streamlined way of saying it. I really wish I would have started out that way. But, uh, yeah. I, for some reason, it's caught me off guard. We do it the exact same way every week, and yet my brain just went blank the minute you asked me that question.
1: What was that movie about? Maybe that reveals something about the quality of the film. But we'll talk about that in a sec. Here's a clip.
0: For me, but they want me alive. You don't kill. Them. You got one in It's okay. I remember my first posting, Rio de Janeiro. House like this. Not one single visitor, but I remember rule number one. You are responsible for your house guests. I'm your house guest. clock is ticking. They gave you the keys. Do your duty, son. Shut I want to be the guy that lost Tobin Frost.
1: Okay, Frank. So, Safe House, the marketing made this movie look, from what I could tell, like a pretty standard rough and tumble action movie in which you got spies and guns and explosions. Would you agree with that? Did it turn out to be what you expected?
0: Yeah, Andrew, you know, I think the key word you, there, you used there was uh, standard, and I, I do think it was pretty formulaic just in terms of I feel like if you from the opening of the movie, I think you can pretty much put together everything that's going to happen pretty quickly. Um, you know, I, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I, I thought it was just mediocre uh, in the sense that it didn't really strive to do anything different. Um, I think what made it compelling were the performances, and I thought the directing was good. And I I think without that, um, the script itself and the storyline was pretty bland and pretty predictable. How about you?
1: You know, I, I agree with you it's a standard film. I agree with you it's a mediocre film. However, when we say things are mediocre, I mean, mediocre can mean a lot of stuff. There are a lot of films I would say are mediocre, but that I respect to a certain extent because I feel like they're they're maybe trying to do something innovative or they're trying to do something unique and they're just not succeeding right this is not that kind of movie this right. is a this is a movie where I I don't feel like it's really trying to be innovative I don't feel like it's trying to really um, do any interesting things with the genre it's just trying to be a fun popcorn movie and it doesn't it, it fails at that. It, it doesn't really succeed. So I would probably go as far as to say that as a result, I don't even know if I can call it a mediocre movie. I might have to call it a bad movie to some extent.
0: I can understand your your reasoning there. Um, you know, I think that that's sound, but I, I think that I think that they were trying to say something, and just my problem with it was is that what they were trying to say is kind of it wasn't unique in any way. It's pretty much standard for every spy movie that that's ever been made you know a couple weeks ago you and i talked about haywire and i thought that haywire kind of embraced the fact it's kind of popcorn concept you know what i mean in a way it it embraced the standard it it embraced the fact that its plot was very by the numbers spy movie and in some ways that made it a little bit more charming i think and a little bit more enjoyable i think this one was trying to pretend it was something a little bit more when it, it really was just standard and it kind of undercut it for me
1: See, I, I can see where you're coming from when you say that you that you think this movie was trying to say something or was trying to make a point, and we'll talk about that more in part two. But there just wasn't enough there for me to really grasp onto. There wasn't enough for me to get an idea of. Oh, I think this is actually what they're trying to say. And you know, it, it's it's not a it's not a poorly made film. I mean, it's just it's just bland. I mean, the acting's fine, the directing is fine, the editing is annoying at times, but fine. And it's just, it, it's basic, it, it's like um, assembly line film production, yeah. essentially. I feel like they just threw this script together, they threw it into production uh, with director uh, Daniel Espinosa, and he, he did an okay job. He turned out an okay product, but it's not an interesting piece of art. It's not an interesting film that I'm going to return to ever again.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I, I don't think... Um, I, I certainly don't think they succeeded in trying to say whatever they were trying to say. I, I agree with you that I, I think it failed on that level. And while I don't think it was a good, like a good film, um, I kind of I think it could have been a lot worse just based on the underlying material. Well, I think I think its main strength is
1: that it its cast is that it stars yeah, it's that, Denzel and Ryan Reynolds. It st- stars compelling people. People were fun to watch. Right. I think if they were not in this film,
0: this would be like a straight-to-DVD action movie. Yeah. Almost. I feel like um, Ryan Reynolds did a nice job, I thought, but I think in particular Denzel Washington, I think, yeah, really helped.
1: See, I actually thought that Ryan Reynolds did maybe a more... He, I think he did a more compelling job than Denzel, but maybe that's just because we're used to seeing... Such good things from Denzel. We're used to seeing him play these either corrupt or these mysterious, broken individuals to yeah. some extent. So it, it didn't really seem fresh or exciting. I, he, he does have some scenes where he really gets to show some good acting chops. But on the whole, he's just kind of supposed to play it cool, play it kind of detached, like he's the one manipulating everybody. And he does it well, but there's not there's not... There's not much to either of the characters.
0: No, I just I think th- I think Ryan Reynolds had just a little bit more to work with, though. I think just it, it's always kind of fun to have that character who's dropped in suddenly way over his head, and is you know stressed out beyond all means, and where I think Denzel, I think they were going for kind of like this en- enigmatic kind of tortured, you know, gray area type character, and I, I just I never I don't think they ever found a way to make it any more than just the prototype of that.
1: Right, and you know it, it, the, the sad thing about this movie is that you know I, I mentioned its main strength is its cast. It's got a great supporting cast. I mean, you've yeah. got you've got Brendan Gleeson, you've got Vera Farmiga, you've got uh, Robert Patrick, and they don't really do much in the movie. Their parts really don't amount to a whole lot. And I was just sitting there in the theater and thinking, why are you in this movie?
0: Did you just need the paycheck? And that's I mean, what I was wondering too. Did you just have a hole in your schedule you wanted to fill? Were you bored? Right, and like and, and if you
1: were fine. That's cool, but let's be honest here. These are some fairly big names, and these are some really capable actors that have been cast in nothing roles. And I don't know, like, was did the script go through certain drafts? Were changes made on the set? I don't know, but it was just I felt kind of bad for them because I feel like these are these are all performers that deserve better material than this. I would agree. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to say about Safe house. No, I think we should probably
0: go to part two. I think we'll be able to talk more free- more freely.
1: I think so. I-, I will say this, though. If you're a fan of action, there's some there's some okay action scenes in this movie. If you, if you just want to
0: turn your brain off, and then... I would argue that if th- it- you're better off running a Bourne movie, I think. I think you'll have a much more well, enjoyable... Well, sure. Experience. I would
1: say you're better off running a Bourne movie or seeing Haywire. Yeah. But... In terms of chases, in terms of watching people get punched in the face... If you're just like Ryan Reynolds or Denzel Washington. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a fine turn-your-brain-off...
0: Yeah, it's not, like, offensively bad.
1: It's right. It's not, like,
0: kick-you-in-the-face bad.
1: Right. It, it. You know, it's just kind of disappointingly Ho-hum. bland. Yeah. Ho-hum, yeah. All right, well, I guess that'll wrap it up for our discussion of Safe House. Be sure to tune in next week when we will be discussing... This Means War! Starring Tom Hardy, Chris Pine, and uh, Reese Witherspoon. One of those does not belong in the picture. Andrew, which one?
0: Don't be prejudicial.
1: I, I don't say that to be sexist. I just don't find her compelling. That's prejudicial. You're As already an actress. you're already
0: judging the movie. You haven't I know. seen it
1: yet. I know. which is bad. I'm hoping I'm hoping she'll prove me wrong. I think she will. And I know that didn't she win an Oscar for Walk the Line? Or she was nominated, I believe at least. she did win the Oscar. You know, and she was she was she was fine in that movie. It's just when I think Reese Witherspoon, I really don't have many solid performances that I can cling to in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, all right, know. that girl from Legally Blonde. Hmm. Hey, don't judge Legally Blonde. <laughs> that gave a lot of people with blonde hair a lot of hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sad, but okay. Hey, hey, just because you have dark hair.
1: A lot people need help, too. Their standards must be pretty low. Ouch. <laughs> All right, well, we'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at www.filmgeekradio.com. You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes, so if you like this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the show. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate it. That helps... Uh, pay for us to keep hosting the site and uh, producing quality
0: content for you.
1: Frank, where can people find you online?
0: Um, Facebook, I'm on Twitter at FJReady and I have a blog, quite frankly, television.wordpress.com
1: I'm Andrew Johnson you can find some of my writing at www.thekulashabeffect.com We also have a brand new blog extension we've added to the Film Geek Radio website and I will be uh, writing some stuff On the Vow Yes, I, I think I will be reviewing The Vow, and I've, I've also just posted my list of the top 15 films of 2011. A bit late, but it,
0: it's out. Top but, 15 now? 15. I had to explain it. Couldn't let me yourself the 10? I couldn't. Andrew.
1: There are too many good ones, Frank. Don't, Andrew. Don't judge me. All right, you can also follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener so I can follow you back. I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Frank Reddy, and have fun this week getting high on cinema.
0: This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!